0: What was your first games experience like in 2008? It was awesome. Like, yeah,
1: because I, I had no expectations, and yeah. really, we were just we wanted. to It was to see if, so yeah, different. There was no expectation, and we there was only one game, so nobody really knew what they were doing, and it was like we really just wanted to see if what we were doing every day was really cross crossfit. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, are we doing this right? Because all right, we're doing like, is just measuring up. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of wanted to see where we where things shook out, and so it was like it was so cool. It was so like raw and real and like unpredictable, and it was yeah, it was really cool.
0: This is episode number 113 with Tanya Wagner. Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to Pursuing Health. In this episode, I was very excited to have the opportunity to sit down and chat with Tanya Wagner, who you may know as the 2009 Women's CrossFit Games champion. She has also been a CrossFit Games commentator. She's a longtime CrossFit affiliate owner, and she's a mother of two lovely young kids. We got to sit down and catch up at the very first ever Rogue Invitational, where we were both competing in the Legends division, and we sat down after we had completed our first event on Saturday of the weekend. Now, I had watched Tanya win the 2009 games in online videos, and that was one of my first encounters with the CrossFit Games and what really inspired me to take on competing and eventually led me to be there in 2010. And although we've crossed paths many times over the past 10 years, this was the first time we really got to sit down and have a full in-depth conversation. I loved every single minute of it and I think that you will too. We talked about everything from her athletic background prior to CrossFit to some of her experiences competing in 2008 and 2009, her transition to team competition, How her approach to training changed through her pregnancies and postpartum, what it's like to run an affiliate, her experience commentating for the CrossFit Games, as well as some of her reactions to the recent changes in the game season, and her thoughts about returning to the competition floor for the Rogue Invitational. Now, before we get started, I have a few quick reminders as usual. First, this episode is produced by CrossFit Beyond the Whiteboard, the best workout tracking in the biz and the one I've been using since 2009. You can learn more at beyondthewhiteboard.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a rating. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at Finally, please remember that although I am now officially a doctor, this podcast is meant to share the experiences of individuals and does not provide medical advice. So with that, we'll get started here with episode number 113 of Pursuing Health featuring Tanya Wagner. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm super excited to be here with Tanya Wagner and we are at the Rogue Invitational how do you feel? This is awesome. <laughs> I'm, the, like, I'm still in shock that I get to work out with you all. I know. I was thinking, actually, I don't think that we've ever
1: competed in the same
0: no, because before. You were, no, you were Because I started in 2010.
1: And I was on the team side, so yeah. I saw you. I watched you, but I didn't get to compete next to you. I know. I'm so excited. And, well, and you know how like the whole era changed a little bit? Yes. After I left, and it was like, oh, the new... And I didn't get to really work out with the new... Generation. Well, of there was, yeah, that overlap. And, yeah. I mean,
0: for me, it's so cool because 2009 was, that's when I started. And I watched those games online, like, over and over again. And it was so cool. Um, like, I just remember you in the last event. And <laughs> it's just, it was so exciting to watch. And then to be able to actually be there and then meet you, even though you weren't competing in the team. I mean... It's exciting yeah, and here we fun. are like
1: ten years later. <laughs> I know, we finally get to work out. The, I know. I know. Well I was telling Annie Sakamoto that her videos are what made me feel like, All right, I can do a pull up if that pregnant woman can do a pull up I can. So it's need like all the generations of inspiration yes. throughout and we all get to meet together. It's here. so cool. It's so
0: cool. So, when is the last time that you have been on a competition floor prior to this event?
1: Um, with my team, I was 2016. Okay. at the regionals. Okay, so it hasn't been too long. No, but team is so different. It's different. It's, it's very it's different. It's like I could sleep better. Yeah. And like, I w- like it's not the same adrenaline, but right. Um, the individual is always so different. So, so different. I was team, or uh, I was individual in 2012 at regionals. Okay. With Josh, and that was. That was long enough ago. Yeah. 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 So that was the last time time. I was actually an individual on the floor. That's
0: crazy. And how, so right now we have just finished our first event. Mm -hmm. um, And then we're going into Amanda this evening. How are you feeling after that?
1: Okay, well, <laughs> let me just tell you about Amanda. When I saw it was that, I'm like, well, I've never done Amanda. You haven't. So I'm just, I was gonna no. ask you
0: if you've ever done
1: it at home. Or I haven't, not. so I'm really excited. Like, I never had the reason to, like, yeah, I totally can. And you know, there's all these workouts, are, you know, you can like, oh, I should do that one. Mm-hmm. I just never had the opportunity to do it, and I still have a little post-traumatic stress from the games. Like it's yeah. funny when you brought up the last event, like I like nightmares about the muscle ups. Like, really? I, I have. I'm better at muscle ups. I can do them, but like, there's the thing that sets in when you are just like the winner in competition. Per, yeah, yeah, paralysis of. The muscle up, but mm-hmm. I did them a couple weeks ago in the online qualifier. I can do them. You can it's do them. It's just when you get in front of like the pressure of it, and I'm like, Ugh. So, um, so. so I will be doing mine singles or doubles, and that's it as far as I go. So yes, yes. oh, it's so exciting
0: and cool that because you competed with Amanda, correct? Because she I competed did. in 2009. Yeah, and I,
1: when I was thinking about that, I was like, I did. I competed with her on the ranch, and um, I watched you all do that one under the lights in Carson Mm -hmm. on Friday night and I remember like it was a really emotional event because it was like the first tribute to um one of our one of our own games athletes you know and um so it was a it was really emotional I thought I was like well you know what I'm really I'm thankful I get the opportunity to do it here at Mm -hmm. Rogue and in a competition setting Mm -hmm. because I didn't then it's gonna be fun
0: yeah very cool so I want to go back a little bit and just get some of your background and how how you got into CrossFit in the first place. So how long have you been doing CrossFit for
1: now? Um, it was the fall of 2007. Okay. When we found it. And it was just the 300 workout. And okay. So we just did that every week. Like, and this is you and your husband? Oh, me and my husband. Okay. And it was um, his actually one of his coworkers at the time that was... Um, that found the workout and we um and then we kept finding more cross mm-hmm. videos and it was just the videos okay. it was the Annie Sakamoto videos the nasty girls videos and that's how we were like oh there's more workouts <laughs> like that we want to do the same 300 every, every single time. week and like <laughs> retest our scores weekly so um yeah we would like literally train for the 300 like we would do that and then we'd be like all right I get better push-ups and then we'd like work some sets of push-ups like it was yeah. ridiculous and then we found CrossFit and so then um we went to our first level one in the in like the spring of 2008 okay. and met Greg Glassman there, That's and amazing. so that was super fun to hear him give lectures and um, and then we went to a East Coast Championship competition mm-hmm. with Christy Atkins. Uh, Christy it's all coming friend? together. Yes, <laughs> and so uh, Josh at the time when we were at the. Um, at the level one, he said, he asked Greg, he's like, you're going to be at the competition up, you know, because yeah. there? there was only like two competitions like right. ever for CrossFit <laughs> um, at that time. Like it wasn't a lot, but he's like, no, I'm going to be at one over across seas. He's, he was going to be busy. So he's like, "But tell me who wins that one. I'm going to send him out to the games cuz oh. the games already been closed. Yeah. And so um we got in the car and Josh was like, "You're our ticket to the games." I'm like, "I am. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, we still didn't even know if we were doing legitimate CrossFit at the yeah. time." So we go to this competition and I did take first. So, so that was emails, your ticket to the yes, games. So he emails Greg Glassman, greggetcrossfit.com. I'm like, "Wait, yeah. when, when anybody could still email yeah. him then." And um he's like, "Hey, just want to let my wife on Greg's like, "That's great. Come on out to the games. And you know you did so well too, Josh. Come on in." So that is that is how we got to the games. That's
0: crazy. Yes. I did not know that story. It's a silly story. Yeah, even <laughs> unreal. That's amazing. Yeah. So was that was that 2008? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then what was your first games experience like in 2008? It was awesome. Yeah.
1: I cuz I had no expectations and yeah. really we were just we wanted and to see it. It was so yeah, different. There was no expectation, and we there's only one game, so nobody really knew what they were doing, and it was like we really just wanted to see if what we were doing every day was really CrossFit. Mm-hmm. We're like, is it, are we doing this right? Because right. we're just like, is is measuring up. Yeah. yeah. So we just kind of wanted to see where we where things shook out, and so it was like it was so cool. It was so like raw and real and like unpredictable, and it was it was really cool. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: And what was your background prior to like? Did you play sports growing mm-hmm. up? Yeah, I was soccer. What kind of. Okay. So I was a goalkeeper in soccer. Okay. My whole life. That was my. That's good. Yeah. That's a, maybe you'll be good at accuracy then tomorrow so, for mm. the biathlon. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see <laughs> uh,
1: shooting. I you know, I don't really know. They're it's it's like completely different. <laughs> but different. no, we'll see. But um, but no, the the thing about CrossFit that that I loved was the the fact that like it made me stronger because through competing in college, um, I had a really bad back. I couldn't even lift with a strength program like, oh, wow. or like different things. I had mm-hmm. my senior year, I would uh, actually um, just play every other game. Wow. And they're like. You know i didn't know any different they're like you know don't deadlift don't squat and uh-huh. i was told all these things to, and i believe that i was just was that was the way it is and yeah. it wasn't going to change um so the really cool thing that i love about crossfit and i've had so many thoughts like coming into the invitational yeah, like, yeah. like you posted all of your like yeah, i told you i love brings watching back a lot of watching memories. your memories yeah i thought back and i'm like the crazy thing is now like my goal for here was make sure my back is healthy enough so that i can have fun and enjoy the moment here mm-hmm. Um, because my back has always been my weakness and so that's where I didn't even used to work out before CrossFit because my back was bad. And so I've gotten so much stronger. I'm like, the funny thing is the full circle that it's come, like I've competed, I've gotten stronger. And like, it's just really funny that like CrossFit has gotten me through so much and I never would have, I never would have thought back in college that I would ever be in this position.
0: Yeah. Where you're deadlifting and squatting and doing all these things. That's crazy. And then you went in to physical education as well. Um, what kind of led you down that direction to want to teach other people about sports? And
1: well, I was—I um, have a sport management degree, mm-hmm. so I was working in just corporate sales at a regular Globo gym. Okay, and um, that's where I met Josh, my husband. Okay, and so he was going through um, his student teaching at the time, and okay. I liked what he was doing a lot better than sales. I'm like, <laughs> I don't like sales. I hate this. <laughs> I actually really like telling people about working out more. Yeah, and um, and he was teaching little kids, and I love little kids, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I I think that yeah. I need to go back and get a different degree. So I went back for teaching. Oh, so wow. two years, I went back to school and I got my teaching degree. And then, but I realized it all fell into place. And the reason why all of it, cause I'm like, all right, sport management degree and then a teaching and then we find CrossFit and then we open our affiliate and it kind of all, all just comes together. Yes. There's a reason but for everything. <laughs> so it really, all the puzzles, the pieces came together. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, so when did you end up opening the affiliate?
1: Oh, pretty soon, actually. <laughs> we... We thought we were behind. Like, when we found CrossFit, yeah. we were like, oh, man, there's already 300 affiliates. Yeah, we have to <laughs> catch up. We didn't want to miss it. So we were, like, 300 and something affiliate. And it was um, February 2008 um, okay. when we affiliated in our first class. Class It was a free Saturday in the yeah. park in April of 2008. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. And then, so then you competed in the 2008 games. And then after you'd been there and you'd kind of seen what it was all about, what was your approach kind of going back home were you like I'm definitely doing this again next year or was it kind of just seeing what
1: happened oh know, I was going back for sure because okay. it was so much fun and it was like it, 2008 I think it was even, even more fun than 2009 because I didn't know what to expect like, it was so yeah. much fun yeah. and um, Katie beat me mm-hmm. by 10 seconds and so Josh didn't let me live that down for a whole year <laughs> so, um, so I, that whole year was like really my year I trained I committed to training that entire year and I really did I was like but I didn't I didn't love I, I mean, I loved CrossFit, but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, the training and the pressure and all that. I was like, well, I kind of w- was done with all that yeah. with soccer. And so I was doing that for like, it was so much fun. But um, I knew I was like, okay, I'll do one more year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I can keep this up because it's just like, there's so much that goes into it. There's and that was so back much. then. And it really wasn't.
0: <laughs> it really well, wasn't. it was different for sure. And just for people listening, when you say Katie, you mean Katie Henniger, yes. who at at that time was Katie Matter, who won the 2008 yes. games. And now she's here in this empire of rogue with her Mm -hmm. husband, Bill, which is just crazy. Yes. Kind of where everything has come. Um, but that's really interesting about the pressure because you, I mean, a lot of people who go, who want to compete in CrossFit, it's because they had a background in sports. They are very competitive. And I agree. There comes a time where you can't constantly be living under that same high pressure situation training year round, like year after year after year. Yeah. So it's, I think it's very mature of you that you at that point <laughs> said, okay, I can't keep doing this forever because so many times I think I, for myself, I talked about this in one of my memories where you do something and you're good at, it and you're like, okay, I have to keep doing it. But it doesn't if it's not fun and if it's not something that you really want to do, you don't have to keep. Yeah, well, doing that's what that happened. It,
1: it became a have to. Like, it, mm-hmm. and I and that and, and people still talk about that now. Though, and it's obviously so different. Like, there, I still had a job. I still had a lot of different things that people just can't keep up. Right, with that kind of uh, right. schedule. But I really wanted a family, mm-hmm. and that was really my biggest thing. Like, I wanted my kids young because. I always had in my head, like I, my body had taken a toll diving on the ground for mm-hmm. years of my life that I was like, I just want to, I want to be a, a mom that can move with her kids and mm-hmm. move and I don't want to be broken. So I wanted to have my kids early, but I'm like, shoot, I found CrossFit, cross I really <laughs> like competing. But <laughs> I think this is, like, it was just, a, uh, at that time I was like, okay, I can have my kids and I can just go back. Yeah. Like you don't no really problem. think what's going to happen <laughs> and then all the changes and everything. So, um. But yeah, that was kind of in the back of my head. If I do this early enough, then I can have my kids. You can still, still young have a, yeah. a long career of, yeah. of competing in CrossFit. Um, so, what was your training like then,
0: leading up to the 2009 Games? At that time, when you're focused on it, and at that particular
1: period in the sport, three days on, one day off, mm-hmm. two days on, one day off. Like it was mostly really that yep. I I always did better with a little more rest. So mm-hmm. recovery was not my strength. So, mm-hmm. um, I, and I was, I mean, it was back then. So it was a lot of intensity and mm-hmm. not a lot of body maintenance. So, um, I mean, it was, yeah, like mm-hmm. four times a week, four or five times a week. I worked out mm-hmm. very intense and that was it. Yeah. And was it like multiple sessions, multiple oh, no. workouts? No. no. This was
0: very much like yeah. one workout.
1: One workout. I mean, we did, well, there was like Saturdays were usually a little more fun. So okay. we, there were times where we would do more workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through like stints of that or if it was in the summer, mm-hmm. a lot of, Josh was a teacher. I was a teacher. Our co-owner's a teacher. We had a lot of teachers. So in the summer is where we got to play even more. You had more time. Just, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and nobody, well, we didn't have kids so we yeah. could do a lot more. And
0: and two, the 2008 games, I think, it was 2009 that started really hammering on the volume, right? Yeah, I remember that, that one day of oh, competition. Yeah. So before that, There probably wasn't really a reason for you to think, oh, I need to train a lot of volume Mm -hmm. or multiple workouts because it wasn't. It
1: was more like if you did a shorter workout and you're like, okay, I need to do something else. That wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So you win the 2009 games. Or can you take us through
0: sort of that experience, that weekend? After you'd trained all year, you knew, you kept being reminded you that Katie beat you by (laughs) 10 seconds. seconds. (laughs) What was that competition weekend like for you
1: that was the hardest thing I've ever done like it was I had nightmares like from of Dave like Dave has been in more of my dreams than I can (laughs) care to tell you like probably for all of us I know because you hear his voice and he's telling you something that you're like what and I'm always confused in my dreams because I'm like wait what is he telling us we have to do now like there's always like the unknown like the nervous belly of like it's (sighs) even like okay last weekend I was teaching level one at HQ and the
0: evening they always do like a group workout for everyone who's there Did your heart and start literally <laughs> he comes up behind me he's like do you want to do a trail run you're <laughs> like don't I'm like, even I'm like start getting
1: palpitations you do. Yeah, I know I it's the- like just a fun trail run with like the participants there's something but about <laughs> the way he presents it and you're like <laughs> my stomach hurts what <laughs> but yeah so that yeah. was like, but the 2009 games it was it was so much volume it was so much more than anybody had expected and then people are like getting hurt and like after one or two events and they're done That's crazy and it was like the max deadlift after their run and it was like wait people are pring and i was surprising myself and people are surprising themselves because they still hadn't really been tested yet in the sports so it was a really yeah. good year to test like, what people were capable of right um but like the fixed handstand push-ups on parallettes like oh my things like that and like i remember beforehand and dave's like can anybody do these we're like we've never tried yeah. like why would we ever know <laughs> we don't what? why would we practice <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> so um Yes, yeah, so it was like it was really a surprising weekend that I didn't know I was as ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the, yeah, and but it was, the, I'll never forget the very end, the lunges to the end, the overhead plate lunges. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't ever have to do this again. Ever. This is amazing. Like, <laughs> I love what has happened with the leaderboard. I hate looking at the leaderboard, but yeah. like, I love that it was ending. And I was like, I feel so good being done. I just want to be done because it's like the satisfaction of completing something. And that it you was set just, your mind yes, to. It. Yes. And then I worked so hard the whole year for it. Yeah. And, um, and it was, yeah. And I was like, okay.
0: And a win on top of yeah. it. It was great that's amazing yeah so after that did you even after winning did that like a little bit of a bug in your ear to be like, maybe I should do this again Dave, or not Dave, at all. Dave
1: kept, he's like, you're going <laughs> to go, back. Like he, he kept like throughout times so I would see him throughout yeah. the year. He kept telling me, yeah, and then when you go back, I'm like, team, all I would say to him was team, <laughs> I'm going team. Go team. I still liked competition. Yeah. I just wanted to have more fun with other people because it yeah. gets a little, you know, it gets a little lonely. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure and a lot of internal mm-hmm. and a lot of thinking and yeah. a little too much time in your head. So if right. you have a team to share all that with, it's a little more fun. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to see what the team was like. So, we decided to go team mm-hmm. and we came out to um katie and bill put on it was a it was a sectional year yeah but they put on the regionals um and i guess at that time teams could just qu- could just register for a regional okay so we, we that was in logan right yes, yes. so i was, was there. there yes, yes. That, that is the year that you was there. my yes. first competition because, but i didn't know you there but i did you were there right yes. but i remember seeing you yes. there yes. yeah and so our team took first there and so yeah. that was fun so we'd have a little rogue the big um the big tree that we had to carry the big log oh my gosh i kept that for
0: so long and my i would like move it to my parents house and they're like can we get rid of this yeah we i'm like no it's
1: like this is a big piece of wood what are we going to do with it (laughs) that was my start (laughs) yeah
0: that was very sentimental our prize for the regionals (laughs) um and then if I recall, when you actually were at the games with your team, were
1: you pregnant already yeah, at that I time? Was. I it, remember that hearing wasn't, that. That wasn't planned. Did you know that at I the time? Did. I found okay. out literally like the week before we were going out okay. and I'm like, whoa, That's team, hey, heads up. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> How were you feeling? So, oh, I was feeling really, I was feeling really good, but then I started to not feel so good. Okay. And, then, and then I was like, wait a minute, I didn't, just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hold on a second. Timing things aren't uh, things yeah. should be happening and yeah. it wasn't. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> but still, but I was never pregnant, so I didn't know if I could still compete. Nobody had really done that yet. Yeah. I mean it wasn't really like that was all known. But I'm like, that's early enough. And with the team, I think it would be. It was. It was. Fun. Yeah, it was good. We didn't get farther than that because there was a rope climbs There was a there was muscle ups. No, there was there was more that I think the teams had to do. That my mom was like, okay, good, glad you Making your parents service. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I did tell Nicole Carroll. I did tell. I'm like, oh, I feel like I have to tell somebody here. I'm just letting you just know. Just so they're aware. I think I'm good, but I'm letting you know that <laughs> <laughs> like i need to get this off yeah. my chest so that happened sooner than we expected and then but that's that's great so then that's mm-hmm. my team we mm-hmm. were, i was done with the team and it was a the mom then so exciting yeah. and what was
0: that whole process like of becoming a mom kind of transitioning from competitor and then getting back into crossfit afterwards
1: um, it's really mental. Mm-hmm. If you think competing is mental, going through having your body completely change and then feel yeah. broken, like afterwards, like I was strong through my pregnancy, but I had ended up having a C-section mm-hmm. and a whole lot of stuff during my delivery. Mm-hmm. So I actually got weaker through having my son and then like the, postpartum, h- the healing, yeah. Yeah, the, the postpartum healing that there wasn't a whole lot out there about it. So, um. And just a lot of days or nights of being like, will I ever be strong again? Will I ever be able to pick something up again? Like right. you just feel very weak, weak when I wasn't ever used to feeling that weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like there's a lot of mental just, just, you know, um, coming back from that. And so that is actually I think what has made me even stronger going through all the changes. Yeah. But the good part is I could relearn my movements because anything like, you know, when you get so far into it, you're like, I really should work on that. But who wants to really go back so far to work? Right. Right got I learned how to squat and use uh-huh. more of a posterior chain like I mean there are all these things that I was like actually I'm gonna take these opportunities to do that and I and I did and so that mm-hmm. was the cool things out of it but going through it you're like I you don't see the other side because you've never done it right so you're like, will I come out on the other side you don't know if it's there. No. yeah yeah
0: so that's amazing and then and then at some point I don't know the timing of this because eventually you started commentating as well yeah and you came back and did some regional competitions and things like that but What was that kind of next phase of your CrossFit career like?
1: Yeah, I was... um I'm trying to think how old so I guess my son was one mm-hmm. around that time and um, I got a call from Rory he's mm-hmm. like hey how you doing and it was funny because he was in 2009 he was like uh, he was doing interviews and yeah. stuff so that's how I remembered him from interviews and he's like hey do you do you want to come out we're doing this like little um, it was just like a little media uh-huh. thing a little get together with people who might be interested in uh-huh. doing some media for CrossFit and he's like you know you talk basically I <laughs> talk. talk so you <laughs> want to <laughs> come out and see you if, if you want to well. do this <laughs> I've interviewed you. You're not afraid to talk. Yeah. You know, there's people afraid of it for the camera. Right, I'm not right. really that shy. So I was like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Like, no idea. But he, nobody knew yeah. at that time what anything. And so this was when this was 2012. 2012. Probably. Okay. So, so this is
0: right around probably when the ESPN Reebok, all that stuff yeah. was
1: happening. So um, yeah, it was, and that was the regional year that it was in. Columbus. Yes. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Columbus. And we were all, we were all there for the very first regional. I remember. Yes. Like I remember Chan, seeing it. There were so many and people. Yeah. And yeah. Katie was
0: commentating mm-hmm. too.
1: Yes. They had a lot of us just testing it out and yep. just like trying to see what all of it would be. Yeah. So, um, oh my word. I had no, nobody, no, no, none of us had idea. Yeah. I mean, you put headsets on, you have people talking to you in your ear while you're supposed <laughs> to talk, pay attention to what's going on, <laughs> know your stuff. Like it was a, nobody really knew. It was yeah. like, but I didn't know I would fall in love with it for a couple of years, like until you really tried. You Try know, it there's, out. just yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a really I get to be a part of the game still and I could still like every time still to this day, every time um Dave announces the, the champion, it hits uh, me like two thousand nine when I my name was and I cry. Every single time in the booth, that's the only time I'm quiet because I'm crying. Cause I'm like I can't handle like that the emotion. the emotion and knowing what that feels like even though it was different. It's yeah, the same it's as the a competitor. Same. You oh know that gosh. feeling and it's like, oh, it's done. And it feels so good. So that's so amazing. Yeah, so I really got to relive it and that's why I'm so thankful for my journey here at CrossFit. It, that mm-hmm. i w- was able to see you know that side of it i still got to see the competition through like that lens of the c- of the camera and right. it was really a neat perspective to see it and you've seen it from so many different angles now mm-hmm. from
0: you know from being an affiliate owner from competing from the media side mm-hmm. of things um and and competing in different ways with the team with the individual um did you, and how do you approach the open now? Like, have you done the open every year? And how do you approach it with, like, a different mindset, depending on what phase of life you're in?
1: Yeah, there's been so many phases that it's like... um I used to have so much of my identity wrapped up and I have, I need to be, I need, mm. I have to do so well on yeah. this and I need to, but I never was an athlete that liked to know the workouts. Like I'd rather just go see what I can do. I don't love pressure. I don't love pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't. And mm-hmm. so I don't like expectations. I don't like, I just want to <laughs> go do what I can do. I really don't like the camera when I'm working out. Yeah. I just want to go work hard and yeah. then nobody see me do it. But, um, so it took, um, different just different seasons of my life when I wasn't as strong to realize like it really doesn't, it's it doesn't that it, there's that so much, much. more. Yeah. yeah. There's so much more. So now like we're, it's, I've gotten back to so much to having fun working out. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people say, think it through those phases. I will write a book about the life cycle of a CrossFitter. Yes, like There please is such a life cycle of a CrossFitter that it's ridiculous, but there is. that's, um, in during my cycle, like it was just the, um, I wanted to get back to fun and it really is now Josh and I get to work out and we moved our affiliates in a new place. And so okay. one of our goals when we moved in, we're like, we want to just work out there and have fun again and just not take it all so serious. It's just working out. Like there's yeah. so much more to life. Like that is just a workout. So for sure, it's so easy to say it and then it just takes practice to really to just like feel yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much more than <laughs> what, what you
0: do out there. It's so true. It's hard to see sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's so true. So when you talk about the life cycle of a CrossFitter, what are some of those like highs and lows in your own
1: sort of journey? Um, you know, you it's CrossFit opens your eyes to like, oh, I'm I have so much more potential and I can mm-hmm. do so much more. And like, and like when you feel that and you start to learn things, like the excitement is unreal as a new beginning CrossFitter. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like you just want to do everything at the same. And like, you're so pumped up yeah. and like you're peeling left and right. And then you start to like, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm not P- I'm not p.r.ing as much and then like I'm starting to feel a little injured or a little banged up and then mm-hmm. you start to doubt and then like all that creeps in and you're like wait a minute well, what's happening maybe I'm not doing the right things and then like then you start to get a little too mental because it was like mm-hmm. so much confidence and then you come back down yeah and then it's like then you start to get smarter and then you have to humble yourself and take a step back and drop some weights mm-hmm. scale appropriately and it's so hard if you miss some of that and you just stay where you're at and trying to like it it's, comes um, back to bite you it does yeah. and so uh, like. With my different children, mm-hmm. I learned to not <laughs> let that come back and bite me a second when I was like, well, it doesn't matter. When it comes back, it comes back, and yeah. <clears throat> that's going to be what happens, and mm-hmm. it's okay. Just be it's patient. It's okay, be patient, right. yeah.
0: But you probably had to go through it the first time to realize, yeah. you know, you are going to
1: come out on the other side eventually. Right. It may take different amounts of time, mm-hmm. but. And, like, don't beat yourself up, because here's the thing, like, you know, you hear all the time when it's like, oh, if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, you do, but CrossFit's also, you train so that you don't have to do everything all the time and you can still be prepared for it. Mm -hmm. So people surprise themselves that you still can go out and lift. And I think that was like kind of, I would like, that would be my, my security or my like reminder of like, okay, don't beat yourself up. I'd go out and be like, oh, no way. I just did that. I can still do that. that. I just did that. Like, oh, I still, okay. I'm not as bad as I like think (laughs) in my head when something goes wrong. And I see that with my, you know, some of my members, like, they get injured or they have a little setback or they take some time off because life happens mm-hmm. and they come back in and it's like, I have to do what I was doing. It's like, no, you don't have to. You actually really don't have to. Yeah. You just scale a little bit and it's going to be okay. Don't hurt yourself over it. Right. Think you know? about the long term mm-hmm. for sure. What is your favorite part about being an affiliate owner? Um, that just all members, mm-hmm. like helping the members to do something they don't believe in and helping them to find the way that they can get there mm-hmm. and really um, helping them with self-talk I love yeah. just because that's been something I've had to overcome my whole, like that's always my whole life, the pressure yeah. of being in goal and yeah. penalty kicks and like it's a very um, pressure, high, high pressure, pressure sport and yeah. so uh, our position. So um, I like to help people with that to, to mm-hmm. like keep them. I can be more positive for other people. So Which <laughs> like we were matter. just appreciating. I
0: was talking to Christy about we're like, we just don't know how Tanya is so positive all this. Like, it just seems to come so no, naturally. It's so easy to,
1: for other people. But, like, oh, yeah, no, you have this. No, I know that about you.
0: It's true. It's always so much easier to put that out there for other yeah. people than the thoughts that we have in our, yeah. in our own head. Do you have any tips or things that you, like, commonly are telling your members about trying to flip that attitude to a more positive one?
1: Um,. A lot of times it's, like, just if you don't think you can do, like, don't look at all of it at once. It's, mm. like, you just break it down and you mm-hmm. do one. Can you do one rep instead of, like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Right. What can you? I can do this. I can do one. I know I can. So mm-hmm. do one. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. And now do another one. Right. Okay, you're good. Like, but that's when it's, like, um, that's the whole muscle up from the 2009. You just yeah. do the next one. Yeah. And that's One at a time. Yeah. But, or, and just kind of, like, like remembering what you have done and just kind of the, the positive self-talk because mm-hmm. when the doubts are like it's so easy to just like focus on that then like all the hard work and always reminding them where they came from right like I know you might want to be a certain place but you, and just even reminding them it's so like short-term memory loss it's like don't you remember this past month have been like really bad for you like kids were sick you were yeah. out like this happened at work like don't you remember give yourself right. a break put that all in yeah. perspective for sure but I think seeing some of the you know when you watch the games or you watch different athletes or social media mm-hmm. people are like oh everybody's keeping it up and so you feel like you're falling behind if you're not keeping it up with everybody else but that's not how everybody is people look great and then you know they're actually banged up like you know it's not it's not all what it is so it's so true I want to keep people thinking more like it's it's the life and like I want to be healthier I don't Mm -hmm. really care about competing anymore like Mm -hmm. this is super fun and I do I wish I could do more absolutely but like I it's it isn't my my life life is life and I get to still work out and I love it Cause I just get to do workouts and right. I don't have to, but um, and I think that's the thing. I want people to get there. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want people, I want everybody to just be like, love working out. Right.
0: It just <laughs> get so to this place upset with
1: themselves <laughs> if they can't do certain things. It's so true.
0: So leading into like when you got the invitation to come to this competition, it's impo- I mean, I felt the same way, I'm sure. But it's impossible not to like put a little bit of pressure on yourself because you know you're going to be there and you're going to be performing in front of people. So did that affect
1: your training at all or you know how so yeah, that's funny <clears throat> I was talking about that with Josh Everett yesterday mm-hmm. it's so funny because you say it's not really okay I'm not gonna put pressure on right you can you say it but know. you can't ignore
0: the feeling yeah
1: well I didn't really know what it was so at first right. I'm like well, like I don't think any, any of us really right. knew we didn't know how many events or no. if it was gonna be like one workout well, or and is it a competition or is it like um like like, a, or just like a little hey, showcase right? yeah. is it a showcase <laughs> where we get to go out and do something Yeah. and it's like oh cool they came out and did something or is it really like a competition right. until they started posting more I don't know if it was January <laughs> I'm like, hang on. I think that says they're comp- they're competing in that competition. Is it really a competition for us? So I wasn't quite sure. But I basically added I added to my training. So my training, which uh-huh. was working out once or twice a week. Yep. And, I mean, I took time off. If there was a busy week or there was weeks, like, I wasn't consistent with my training yeah. and um, or my workouts. Mm-hmm. And um, we were going through a move at the gym. Okay. So really I didn't really start thinking about this until we were moved into the gym in January okay. so and then I'm like okay I need to think about this yeah and add a little bit more so yeah. um Josh and I just committed to our schedule mm-hmm. to getting in there and doing the group workouts mm-hmm. and um and we just did that so I was I mean I was only working I'm, I'm only working out like three or four times a week like yeah. it's not still it's not anything crazy but yeah. that for me is a lot because um it's the consistency yes and I and th- just this is just the way my body is but I do build muscle but mm-hmm. you have to manage muscle because it gets stuck together with your fashion yeah. like you have to deal with like all, all of the that pieces. stuff that goes along with it and mm-hmm. that takes time and it takes all the nutrition and all mm-hmm. the extra thinking and it's not that any that's real it's not really bad I do a good job mm-hmm. for health but when you think about competition you're it, like everything then you think I'm like oh Ohio right. everything was oh but Ohio <laughs> like, you
0: know <laughs> I know damn that's what yes. my, my husband was like I can't wait till this rope Ohio- thing is over <laughs> I know it's like I'm just like oh i it's not even big, but it makes you realize, like, how much it took when we were competing, like, yeah. at that level. And it's like, wow, it's it was just so much sacrifice and so all-consuming. You know, yes. all of your thoughts, every decision you make is around that. And I, we got, like, a little taste of that again, and it's... <laughs>
1: No, I know. It's very um, easy. It's a good to reminder. Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good reminder. For sure. Because and even as a, it's a great reminder, like what all these athletes do and even oh athletes gosh. that don't make it to the games that put in it, like it's the regional sectional level athletes. Yeah. It's just so much time commitment. It's huge. Yeah. The time, the energy, the stress. I mean, you probably felt this,
0: but like when I said, okay, I'm done, like I knew that was my last competition it was a huge weight. Like mm-hmm. I felt like, wow, I didn't really know I've been living at this level of stress, stress. on a daily basis mm-hmm. until it was gone because you think you're, you're like, oh, I'm fine. I'm mm-hmm. just doing my thing. But it is, it's, it's really, it's constantly on your mind. So it's kind of hard to yeah. avoid.
1: And uh, you know, you, when you're just fried because of all of the stress mm-hmm. of life and most of becoming a mom, like I was like, well, yeah, with two kids and a gym and just trying to be a good wife and, Yeah, you know, daughter, like all those other relationships right. I wanted to, to tend to and, and, good at right. is pressure and stress. And so um, it is. And, you, and
0: it's selfish, right? Like you have to put so much into your own training that I, I remember too feeling like, wow, I'm so excited to actually be able to do things for other people yeah. now and put other people first. And like, it doesn't matter if I have to stay up late or I'm going out to eat at this restaurant that's not good for right. me or whatever, because yeah. I'm there with my family or I'm supporting someone yeah. that I care
1: about. So yeah, it is. But and, and I think that's where... Um, talking to Becca Voigt <clears throat> Becca Miller yesterday. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> I just I was like I am so inspired that you can do this for so many years. It's like how did you not burn out? Like how do you not like it, this weekend is already frying me and we're one day in from yeah. my stress. I'm like yeah. I just my body can't take that. I'm like how do you take this stress? And um, it really is her mental game. Like she really is so, so strong. She's so just level with yeah. all of it. I mean <laughs> when she said about her her, her hand, hands. Like, how she reacts. Like it is it's such a mental sport of like having to keep yourself so that mm-hmm. you you you. Yeah, the stress is to you. You can't let the stress yeah. get to you, yeah. Yeah, to see her and Sam is just
0: unbelievable. Know. That they can just do this Sam, year, after year after I year after year. It's just, yes. it's so impressive. It really Some is. of these, ad- and I mean the guys too, like Ben Smiths and the Scott Panchicks and the guys who are still out there. In the yeah. individual arena, it's just unbelievable. But, and I
1: also love that they love it. And I yeah. love that every you know, everybody's individual. Christy airmo just shared that yes. she's she and I, I, saw, I saw her, I'm like, Good for you. I'm glad you made your decision because you know, when you feel that way, I know there's other pressures of like yeah. should I like when's the good time to go? But if you really feel it do it you, like yeah. yes you will wonder but like do that do it for you cuz you want to look back and be like I should have if, right. if you felt it and you don't, you're not 100% in but you talk to Sam Briggs, she's like I still love she's it she's all in she, she loves I it I still love it and I'm like that's it. awesome it's that's so awesome. cool it is it's so
0: cool it, that's at the end of the day that's what it is you have to do what you love and what you're passionate about and what makes you happy yeah. you know and so it's exciting just to see everyone I in know. their different evolutions of the sport and their yeah. careers and
1: very and for cool. where it's going to go next, because it, mm-hmm. we've been through a couple it's big, big changes. changes. Yeah. So How you don't know, like, what's this next season going to look like? Or right. what is the, the new era? Right. Like the next one. And you don't know when that's going to change. And it's like, well, we kind of know right now this is a pivotal point in CrossFit Games. Definitely.
0: So what were some of your reactions? I mean, I, because I know different reactions talking to different people in the community, but you're an affiliate owner. You know, you were involved in the games um, as a competitor and then through media. When you heard about all these changes to the game season, what
1: were your reactions? I loved regionals. Like mm-hmm. I love the open. I mean, from a media standpoint, the open announcements. Um, that was like such a good. Uh, it was just I there's something so cool. really special yeah. in the open announcements and then the regionals really felt like it was the games for so many people so mm-hmm. I was heartbroken like a lot of people of just missing that feel right that, so I, because that's my like soft spot for the people of like oh wait want everybody to feel I that know. feels like to be out there it's so it's so great you think about all the people who are training yes. to get to regionals and now and that was their game yeah. for so many people yeah. that was um I understand things change and so from that side of it with media I was disappointed in those changes Mm -hmm. um but from an affiliate owner standpoint uh there were people that were starting to you know feel like the pressure of oh this is where CrossFit's going Mm -hmm. competition and it's volume and it's just so much and um so even though you know things look completely different on the website you know I think it is easier than to to share with people like no it, it isn't what you're seeing more mm-hmm. immediate but even though that got so many people, you know, seeing the games and curious about what it was right. Now seeing that it's okay to have it looks completely different. Mm-hmm. Like I love that you get to see that contrast too mm-hmm. as an affiliate owner to be like, no, 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 I know you see that. Like trust me, like <laughs> right. no, it's not just that. But um so I do I like that part of it from an affiliate owner standpoint. So I mm-hmm. have like mixed emotions. But um I'm mean, yeah, I'm curious where I like this whole year is just the unknown. Yeah. You know, just wondering It's a big transition
0: and it's, you know, it'll be interesting to see, I think next year things will become a little bit more clear and a little bit Mm -hmm. more focused, but, um, but it's been cool to see it evolve. And I mean, I can't imagine being an athlete going through this and this, (laughs) we talked about stress, but the level of stress with the unknown and not knowing where to go to compete or what to do. But I mean, it's been amazing to see all of them just continue elevating the whole sport they keep
1: doing it they show up and they perform and then they go to the next one (laughs) And they make it look easy it's just unbelievable yeah that's awesome um i also well
0: okay i wanted to go through some of your memories because we talked a little bit about some of some memories looking back but do you have looking back over the past what is it 12 ish years since you've been doing crossfit like high like favorite highs and any lows that you wanted to share
1: hmm um, my games are my highs, like being there mm-hmm. out, like I love the competition floor like mm-hmm. it there is something so much so fun about being out there mm-hmm. and just feeling like you can do what you've worked so hard to do, yeah, so um, being out there is highs um the lows you know, I think more of the lows in the sport were really like on my own like um like when I had to come back for my kids, yeah, like both of my. My C sections. That was like, those were the hardest times mm-hmm. for me because I just didn't feel like I was a any- fitter anymore. Right. Like, yeah, it felt like I didn't. You know, if I wasn't doing what I could, then I wasn't. Oh, I'm not. I'm not back to being a fitter yet. but It's right. like you still are. That's such a weird thing to think of it that way. Yeah. But um, that those are probably my lows. But they again, like other stuff, like that makes you. It, it gets you to the next. Mm-hmm. You learn from yeah. it.
0: And that's something that I think a lot of women. I mean, now women are talking about it more, but there's so much still unknown about that postpartum period. And, um, a lot of women don't really talk about how hard it is, especially getting back into the gym and that being like a big part of their identity and their community. Um, do you have any advice for moms who are going through, I mean now actually this year, a lot of my friends had babies. So yes. have, now I'm like getting to see it through their eyes and,
1: um, Yeah, do you have any advice for them? Yeah, um, don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, really, it's do what you need to for your baby first because the first year is really hard with a baby, Mm -hmm. and it goes really fast. And so if you feel like you want to work out and you want to get in, do it and don't feel guilty and don't feel selfish. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to do it, don't beat yourself up, rest and relax. Like, there isn't a right way. I mean, you can go from trying to get right back in like I did the first kid or not with my second kid and it's okay both ways are okay but you have to kind of don't feel the pressure of what other people are doing and listen to your body like Mm -hmm. if it's if a movement or things just don't feel right or like don't but go out and get a like get some sunshine go for a walk and do what you can do and but just don't beat yourself up don't think don't don't go down that road where you're like the negative path of all of it it will change you will come out of it there's Mm -hmm. a million women out there that have kids and and they do and you're not going to be the one that doesn't like you will if you just just take the next step yeah yeah that's great and it's cool so cool to see Christy out here like a year, a year after I know. having her so baby inspiring. I, know. I know
0: it's like amazing I'm like I can't even keep up there I'm like I have no excuse I didn't have a kid no it's <laughs> it
1: but that's you for her that was and, and I look at that and I'm like oh man I couldn't do that and I'm like don't beat yourself but up right that was my thing and yourself, yeah. Christy did and she like that was the discipline so that and that worked for her and that is super cool it's amazing yeah. yeah yeah it's so cool that's it's
0: awesome. so cool to be out there with all of these people at completely different stages oh, of yeah. life and just like having yeah. a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I did want to bring up your bracelet because you pointed oh, that out yes. to me before we went out on the floor, and you're wearing this Faith RX bracelet. And I know you worked um, closely with Becky Conselman.
1: Yes, I Faith did the Iron Sharp and Irons camp yeah. um, in Baltimore, and this is the when I saw her for the last time last year at the games. Um, she gave this to me, mm-hmm. and so as soon as she went in the hospital and I heard what had happened, Mm -hmm. I put this on and when I work out, that's she's who I think of. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to do it for her and kind of think of um, just her spirit and her attitude toward working out and toward Mm -hmm. people and love and her love for God. And so, um, and just her presence to people in the community. She was such a, just an inspiration and just a support for people and Mm -hmm. she didn't have to be, and that was her and that's what she did. And so, um, so I wore this to be here and, and and I know you know her as well. And um, so, that was why That's I wore this to bring in here.
0: Yeah. And I know she was someone who, like, you know, we knew each other from competitions and training here and there. But she always um, would kind of push. Like, she knew that I had f- faith, but I wasn't quite involved in this faith or or the camps that she was doing but she would always kind of push me to be like you should try you should come Mm -hmm. to one of our things she would give me the she gave me the little keychain with the bible verses on it and she was always there like with open arms kind of encouraging you yeah um and so i think you know her legacy will live on for sure in crossfit she's touched so many lives she is she made
1: like it's just like if everybody thought of others the way she did Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> the world would be a better place for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. she would call me before a media, I mean, before, um, I don't even one of the opens and she's like, just when you know, I was thinking of you, I'm like, like she would just do yeah. those things with the text and like, and, and just yeah. like, because she knew things that would make me nervous or whatever it is. And she was just, you know, that person was always there for you. She really did know how to extend a hand and just be love. And so it was, she was a very special person to a lot of competitors Yeah, all through the year. She competed and didn't compete. She still was making an impact with her. Definitely. Um, yeah. with Her support and her love for people. Definitely. So we'll be thinking of her this weekend. Yes. Um,
0: I want to wrap up with three questions that I ask everyone on the podcast. So the first one is the three things that you do on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your
1: health. Um I sing in the car loud. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> I amazing. Do. I love when what I What kind of get a, things do you sing? Um, I sing loud Christian music yes. and I worship music. So that is what I do I when I drop it. my kids off at school. Yeah. And then I sing. I have my mom time of like sing worship time in the car. It's always been like my de-stressor if I sing loud in the car. So yes, that's number it. one. Okay. Um... Um, and you know, in through that, that's kind of my prayer time too. And I have, I don't, I'm not, you know, uh, devotional time is depending on the season of my life. It Mm -hmm. looks different for what that looks like. So, but my singing is pretty consistent in the car. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing is, um, my working out and being part of my community at my gym, Mm -hmm. like that being a part of. CrossFit Apex is a lot of, um, they're my friends, or my family. Like uh, being there is, that to me is part of my health, of, is mm-hmm. being in a healthy community. There's a lot of bad in the world and they always tell my, like my members, I'm like, but I don't see it because I'm always with you. Yes. And so when I get to be a, uh, surrounded by good people, um, I like that bubble. And then I right. like it and I'm really fortunate to, to, be to be able to be with my community. Um, and the third thing is really my family. I really love I, mm-hmm. getting family time. Like that's where I have, I struggle with like the balance of, taking right. time to do CrossFit or work out for myself um but we take the kids to the gym and, mm-hmm. and all of that but I I love family time for me I feel filled up when mm-hmm. I get to be with my people mm-hmm. and I just then that's why they're here this weekend so, cool. so and yes. how old are your
0: kids now eight and five eight and five and so what do they think about this because I mean did they know that you're
1: a CrossFit Games champion Do they they do have but any understanding they don't know what, no they know that they know that name but they don't really know actually what it means yeah. so my son does my daughter doesn't really know Uh, We were getting here, and she's like, "No, what are we doing here again? What's this about? Um, Is there going to be a pool?" Yeah, she was concerned about the pool at the hotel. That's all she cared about, and there isn't even one. So her bubble was bursted about the weekend. (laughs) But no, my son, it was neat because his he started wrestling this year, so we got to see from a parent standpoint the nerves of like your kid nervous. Yeah, so um, probably ten times worse. Yes, it is. (laughs) So we've had a little bonding this weekend over like nerves and understanding how that feels, and it's okay not to be number one, um, but you always give it your best yeah. and you do what you can do and yeah. you get out there and it's like dealing with nerves and it's you it's okay to be nervous but get out there and do your best that's so, awesome um, so he's been he's been really cool he likes to tell people that i'm shooting a gun for competition he heard that and he was just <laughs> pumped about me shooting a gun at a competition so that was what he told everybody that's the highlight <laughs> That the highlight. yeah <laughs> that's so awesome it's
0: awesome that you get to perform in front of them too yeah.
1: that's really cool i was like you know i i this pro- Like, you never know. This could yeah. be the last time out on the main yeah. floor, and it would be cool for the, some, you know, if he can remember some of it. It's yeah. pretty neat. That's awesome. So. What about one thing that you think would have a big impact on
0: your health, but you have a hard time implementing it, or you haven't done it yet? Um,
1: let's see. So... Probably more um, relaxation. Like, mm, I need to mm-hmm. do more of the non-stimulating things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably it, hard with two kids. It is. <laughs> and, and having finding quiet time just yeah. to, to myself. And I don't do the body maintenance. Like, if I would get, go get massages mm-hmm. and really get work done on my body, take some of the energy, mm-hmm. like, the stress energy yeah. off me, that would help. Mm-hmm. So, I really, that would be more of um, just taking care of myself that way mm-hmm. would be a, a lot of... Oh, it would be a lot of benefit it'd to would be that. good yes. definitely um, last question is what does a healthy life look like to you healthy life it, to me um, it's really hard people say about balance like mm-hmm. balance things but healthy life to me is the season you're in if you're doing the best with the season that you're mm-hmm. in um, making the choices that you can for the best the best choices you can in a situation I love that that's a perfect theme for this weekend I think
0: doing the best with the season that you're in and having fun while doing it that's yeah. awesome Cool. cool. Well, thank you so much yes. for sitting down with me. This was thank super you. fun. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks for chatting.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey there. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I loved catching up with Tanya and hearing more about the history of the CrossFit Games and how her relationship with CrossFit has changed over the past 12 years. Some of my biggest takeaways from the episode include, number one, the importance of getting back to working out for fun. Sometimes a relationship with training changes over the years, and as you talked about, it's so important to find out what makes it fun for you and get back to that at the end of the day. Now, for some people like Sam Briggs or Becca Voigt, as we talked about in the podcast, they're still training at the highest level for years and years, and they're enjoying every minute. But for some people, it may look completely different. That's okay, it's important to just figure out what it is that makes training fun for you. Number two, the importance of recognizing that there are seasons and stages of your life cycle as a CrossFitter. Embrace these changes in every step of the process, knowing that your journey is unique and that you cannot compare to the person next to you. And number three, I loved how Tanya talked about the importance of a positive attitude and positive self-talk and some of her tips for doing so. Things like taking things one step at a time, remembering where you came from and how much progress you've made, and trying, again, not to compare yourself to others, but to focus on your own journey. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode as well and that you took away some positive lessons just like I did. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com, and subscribe to my email list. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send me an email at info at I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on future episodes. Don't forget you can train with me through Beyond the Whiteboard by visiting trainwithjuliefouche.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health. This episode is brought to you by ButcherBox. Now, I don't know about you, but over here in Cleveland, I'm starting to get very excited about summertime, which means it's almost time for one of my favorite things, grilling season. Growing up, my family had a cottage in northern Michigan, and some of my fondest memories are evenings gathering with friends and family on the porch for a big barbecue after a long day of boating, swimming, and tubing on the lake. The more I learn about health, the more I've come to believe that it matters so much where our food comes from, and particularly when it comes to meat. I believe that meat can have a place in a well-rounded diet, but there's a huge difference when it comes to animals that are raised in feedlots and that are fed primarily corn and soy and routinely given growth hormones and antibiotics versus those that are responsibly raised, fed their natural diet, and never given growth hormones or antibiotics. High-quality meat like this is hard to come by, but ButcherBox makes it super easy by delivering 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild Alaskan sockeye salmon directly to your doorstep. All of their products are humanely raised and never, ever given antibiotics or hormones. This gives me a lot of peace of mind knowing that I can trust my meat and seafood is the highest quality out there and will taste amazing. Plus, they offer free shipping anywhere in the contiguous 48 United States. How amazing is that? So after three years of living in our house, my husband, Danny, and I are super excited to finally be finishing off our tiny little backyard this spring, and I can't wait to fire up our grill and enjoy our ButcherBox meats with tons of vegetables from our local CSA. And now you can join us, because ButcherBox is extending an awesome offer for pursuing health listeners, $20 off plus an ultimate barbecue bundle for free with your first box. Now, the bundle includes two New York strip steaks, baby back ribs, as well as two pounds of ground beef, which is a $59 value. Supplies are limited, though, so you'll want to order now to take advantage of this offer. You can go right to butcherbox.com forward slash Julie to place your order. Once again, that's $20 off plus the ultimate barbecue bundle, two strip steaks, baby back ribs, and two pounds of ground beef for free with your first box by going to butcherbox.com forward slash Julie. If you're looking forward to hosting your first backyard barbecue of the season as much as I am, hopefully you'll check this out.